This is the podcast of the German Historical Institute London, a research centre dedicated to supporting and connecting students and scholars from Britain and Germany. The podcast series presents current research in British, German and European history, as well as colonial and global history. For more information on the German Historical Institute London, future events, the GHIL Library, studentships and more podcast episodes, please visit our website at ghil.ac.uk. In this interview, GHIL Research Fellow for Modern History Ole Münch speaks to Martina Steber about the research behind her lecture on John Rutter, popular classical music and transnational conservatism since the 1970s. First of all, let me thank you for taking the time to give us a short interview. I know you've been very busy as of late. However, we are very keen on learning more about the background of your lecture on the composer John Rutter, who is a very curious kind of character, if I may say so. And I was wondering how the idea of studying Rutter originally entered your mind. I can very well imagine that there is a research gap about him, no doubt about that. However, research gaps are not necessarily what gets us interested and motivates us to sit down and write day after day. So my first two questions would be, who is John Rutter and how did you arrive at the idea of studying him? Perhaps basically it's both a research gap and a kind of biographical note which directed me to John Rutter, who is certainly one of the most successful British composers of our time. John Rutter, born in 1945, made his name especially with compositions of sacred music and most of all of Christmas music. John Rutter is basically a global superstar of sacred music and around Christmas of Christmas music. And this is a Christmas music which we all know and which is very well received all over the world, one has to say, but it hasn't been really reflected by music history at all. So John Rutter is a composer which... I actually, and that's the biographical note, got to know when I was singing in a college choir at Cambridge around the millennium. And I was really fascinated by this sort of music, very English in a way, but also in a sort of in a very specific tone. When I went back to Germany, suddenly my German choir started to sing Rutter his sacred works, but also his Christmas carols. And then I went back to London, to England again, joined a London choir, and what did we do? We sang Rutter. So I became fascinated by this kind of transnational culture, but I would have never thought of basically studying it, making a topic out of it. In my research, I've been very much occupied for many years with the history of conservatism in Britain and in West Germany, and mainly from a history of idea and a history of politics perspective. But what became ever more clear to me is how important cultures are for an understanding of the history of conservatism. And therefore, 
I think we really need to go sort of develop a culture history of conservatism in the 20th century. And that's true for Britain, uh, for Germany, but basically for the US and Europe as well. So with Tobias Becker, I was working at kind of the idea of a history of cultures of conservatism concentrated on the most recent history, that is the history from the 1970s. We organized the workshop and then decided to publish some of the papers in the Vierteljahrshefte für Zeitgeschichte. And in this context, my Rotte experience came to my mind and I went into the history. And the more I went into it, the more I got fascinated by it and the more I, I realized how essential such an approach is for kind of unfolding a specific culture of conservatism, a very transnational culture of conservatism in Britain, but also in Europe and the wider Anglo-Saxon world. So that's basically where Rutter comes from. All right. Thank you for this personal as well as professional answer. You already touched upon my second question. I would like to ask you to give us a brief impression about what historians can learn from studying Rata. Historians can learn a lot about popular cultures, popular music cultures from the 1960s, 70s onwards. They can learn a lot about conservatism, I think. Conservatism in Britain, conservatism in continental Europe, but also conservatism in the US. And the transnational dimension of a new conservatism in constructed from the 1970s onwards, highly influential in the political life, but also in culture. And the culture dimension needs further investigation. I think this is what Rutter and other kind of approaches taking cultures of conservatism actually seriously can show us. I was also wondering, do you have any non-historical audiences in mind as well? Because Rata, since he's such a well-known composer, I can imagine that you might find people interested in your research beyond academia as well. Yes, of course. It would be fantastic if we can reach non-academic audiences that what we historians actually dream of in a way. And there are many singers in choirs, especially, who know Rutter and who are interested to learn more about the composer whose music they are learning and singing. And that's where I can see a lot of interest coming from. But professionally, I think we need to talk more with music studies and musicology and historians and musicologists have to work uh, mm. more closely. I mean, one of the interesting aspects about the Rutter example, I would call it, is that we can approach popular classical music And I think understanding popular classical music better as historians, we need to gather with musicologists and people from culture studies. And that's the audience I would like to 
draw into this if the project goes on. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you very much, Martina. Now I have one last question, because I know that John Rutter is not the first British conservative whom you're dealing with. In fact, I think you're somewhat of an expert on British conservatism. Also, I know that you've been living in London for a while. So I was wondering if you could tell us a bit about your relation to Britain. I'm not really sure what the connection between conservatism and my living in London implies. <laughs> But I would rather say there's none. My relation to Britain is a, a very close one. I really like this country and I like the culture and the society and I owe a lot to the country or to the, the university I studied, the intellectual life, the academic life I encountered and it breaks my heart to see the country kind of float away from the European Union and continental Europe. Martina? Thank you very much for the interview. Thank you for listening to the German Historical Institute London podcast. Follow us on social media and check our website to keep up to date with new episodes.